0: Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Politics will be the theme of our music news, sort of, the government. And surprisingly, I mean, it was a shock to me. I don't know about you, Eamon, but surprising, not that it was good news coming out news about the government, but actually what the news was. Yeah, yeah, I
1: think it's... Does that make any sense? It did to me. (laughs) Because you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, now, now we'll make it sense to the listeners. So what's happened is basically... Uh, the New South Wales government has announced a plan, a 24-hour economy strategy uh, is the name of the plan. Um, it's basically the New South Wales government's new action plan to uh, help the 24-hour economy to thrive. Um, it's Something, well, it's not even a
0: 24-hour economy at the moment, but let's just say the Sydney nighttime economy isn't
1: thriving. No, and, and, you know, this isn't a COVID thing. Uh, This has been a a long time. Sydney has been shocking. And, you know, as I said at the start of the show the first time, the thing I thought of when I saw this story was we had one that was pretty good and you ruined it. Like this same government, this very same government is the one that – has done all the damage. And now they're like, oh, maybe uh, we should just like um, make Sydney 24 hours and have stuff on at night. And then everyone who uh, has lost a lot through this last eight years or however long has been like, yeah, well (laughs) – yeah, We've been trying to say kind that. Of blew it, but anyway, it's good that they've um, the, the the attitude seems to have changed here, and no doubt uh, due in large part to the economic impact of COVID nineteen, um, and they've been kind of dragged into a position where they're realizing that there is a lot of untapped potential in the twenty four hour economy and the nightlife it's kind of things. It's also like kind of. Uh, becoming, you know, like trendy for cities to do. You know, they're all just realising this uh, around the world and Australia, that the 24-hour the economy is real and can be very, very good.
0: Well, I think they've realised it around the world years and years and years ago, 10 years ago plus. And like a lot of things in Australia, we're uh, jumping onto it a little bit late. You know, the internet speed's yeah. not that great here, so we're, we're, we're a bit <laughs> late to the party. <laughs> yeah, that's something completely different. Um, but I mean, I think, Yeah, when people from overseas think of a city in Australia, they think of Sydney. Indeed. Even though, as we've discovered, Melbourne is the music capita, the live music capital of the world per capita, Um, people always think of Sydney because you've got the Opera House and everything going on. So I think, you know, you look over New York, New York is definitely a 24-hour city. London, a 24-hour city. The New South Wales government would be stupid not to try and make Sydney at least on par with those... uh, population's not quite as big, but to be seen as those sorts of cities as well.
1: Yeah, it's it's the draw card for overseas. You know, it's the first thing that comes to a lot of people's mind when you say Australia is Sydney and some of its icons and attractions. And, you know, there's a lot of untapped potential in it and has been for some time. You know, As we know, we had the lockout laws introduced, um, uh, I can't remember what year it was, it bit six, seven, eight years ago now, um, which basically just took a sledgehammer to the nightlife, um, not, not objecting the real Reasons uh, that they were brought in for violence was an issue that we needed to curb, but you know I think most people now can agree that that wasn't the way to do it, uh, and the stats kind of support that. Uh, but what we've seen then is the nightlife die off, and and unfortunately a lot of businesses go under, a lot of ve- iconic venues go down the track, and then a lot of you know things we a lot of could have been, you know what could have been, uh, has been asked a lot in Sydney, and now they're really looking to tap back into that potential and then expand on top of that. So, you know, basically it's, this is the government's plan um, to give the nightlife, the live music scene, and in general their economy a, a helping hand to get back on its feet and kind of transform it. We do know that the lockout laws um, were actually scrapped back in January, which except for King's Cross. Um, and uh, But that was only two months before we uh, really felt the brunt of COVID-19. So no one really got to experience this city that was free from lockout laws. So the, the lockout just got worse, really. Um, yeah, yeah. I guess you, you can't really look at
0: the effectiveness of something like that because of, I mean, it wasn't a lockout law, it was a lockdown
1: yeah, of, of a whole city, yeah, it was. It was um, so. Yeah, it was much worse. But basically, this plan is is based around five key points. Um, there's integrated planning and placemaking, diversification of nighttime activities, industry and cultural development, mobility and improved connectivity and then changing the narrative, uh, which is, you know, a whole lot of mumbo-jumbo. We'll run into the first one, basically integrated planning and placemaking. So, first of all, they're appointing a a coordinated general for Greater Sydney's 24-hour nighttime economy, which is interesting. Um, Somebody's actually going to be responsible for the whole thing. Which Which is good. It it is good.
0: It's good good. because, as you said, they're literally responsible for what, what happens in the outcome. So, if things go well... Kudos. If things go bad, they know who to go to and then yep. you know, that person can then look right. out to the community and get some feedback and say, Okay, this is what they want improved. I think it's also good that it is actually they're appointing someone full time to be looking at this as opposed to just, Oh, hey, when you got a spare
1: five minutes, can you sort this out? Yeah. Yeah. Like just add it to someone's workload. No, this is like how to they have job
0: funding for the arts yeah. is in with the roads which I know we've covered so many times on the show but it
1: really is a gripe of ours. It is it's it's a ridiculous decision that is um, but this one you know like the, it's clear with this program that and this planning that a lot of thought has gone into it like it's very it's like it reads like a proper government report they've invested some money into figuring out what the best approach is here and and the results are pretty good so we've got this coordinator general they're establishing what they're calling a neon grid across greater Sydney um, and that basically creates like a single view of existing and potential 24 hour hubs, and that's with the idea of initiating like a city wide nighttime hub certification thing where they're all linked and you have these kind of hubs that people can go between. Um, The next issue then to sort out is what is Greater Sydney?
0: Because apparently it's the Central Coast, depending on who you are. Here on the Central Coast, we're Greater Sydney, we're Greater Hunter. Like, I, I know they were talking about just making the Central Coast its own region. Which which, has, which it already is technically, but for like the fire alerts when all the bushfires are happening, which was the earlier this year, it feels like God knows how long because everything that's gone on this year. But with all of the fires, you have alerts saying in the Greater Sydney area. And you're like, Well that is that here? Is it yeah, you know, we, we down it. towards the city, Greater Hunter like is it up at Newcastle? Like so they need to sort
1: that out as well. Definitely, we seem to be considered like one or the other, depending on who it suits and what yeah. exactly <laughs> is being talked about at the time. Which is, I mean, it's frustrating from our perspective because we are more than just Greater Sydney. And I think everyone who lives in the Central Coast can attest to that. It you know, could there's be. a lot of differences between us and Sydney. So,
0: if you're on the very north end of the Central Coast, bordering on like Lake Macquarie, it's like, well, which council do I fall under? Yeah, where the same sort of thing has a whole area here on the Central Coast. So, sort that out. But it is good uh, that they are looking at, you know, trying to make a whole 24-hour hub across all of Greater Sydney.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Yeah, so they're basically looking to streamline the safety and inspection measures for this um, they're expanding the safety programs both community and industry led um, they're looking at like influencing streetscapes atmospheres a whole bunch of interesting stuff I mean like it sounds like government mumbo jumbo but I suppose it is important building blocks to this well the one um, that
0: I that stood out to me was the identifying and then looking to preserve places of historical and cultural significance so we won't Well, hopefully, we will no longer see massive cultural venues who have been there for years and years and years, and it's a great place for people to go. Suddenly, having to shut down.
1: Yeah, and that also. I mean, you presume that means that, def- like, the encroachment of development won't be able to impact some of these places. You hope so. Yeah, we hope so. Um, and they're also looking, which is really interesting, to um, to enable and support the variable use of underutilized public pr- and private spaces and buildings to accommodate small-scale live performances, art, and culture events. Which is really interesting. One such example of this that I saw is they're looking to turn some street parking and parking areas into outdoor dining areas, for example. Mm. So it's not like, you know, you walk past there in the day and someone's parked there. In the night, they close it off and they, you know, like obviously nearby restaurants or vendors can set up and you can then go sit down and eat there. Um, a like a, a little food little truck market maybe. Yeah, yeah. So like they're actually... Which is really cool. I mean, when, when you think of Sydney through the eyes of a tourist, if you're walking around, then all of a sudden they've transformed an area hmm. of the city in the night to accommodate a sprawling nightlife, then that's going to be very exciting for you.
0: Well, what I'll liken that to is if you've ever gone to, like, a, a major concert or a, some sort of event around Homebush, ANZ Stadium or the, the arena there, which I forget the name of it now, Kudos Bank Arena, yeah. but everything around that whole precinct, if there's a big event on, you'll have food... Like food trucks set up and stalls set up. You'll have markets, you'll have merchandise, all sort of around this whole precinct. But if you go there any other time of the day, it's just a big park. Yeah. People walking the dogs, people walking around. You can still sort of do that, but they've added this thing to make the event, you know, better. Yeah. And this is sort of what. They're looking to do on a more permanent basis. Of a night, all this sort of stuff comes out. Yeah,
1: yeah, which is really cool. Like, it'd be really exciting to see how they actually make that work. Um, They're also like uh, looking just to kind of streamline and 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 like make things easier in terms of both liquor licensing, small um, like food trucks and other pop up activations. Things like that. Um, they're looking to simplify the requirements for creating cultural events in public spaces. Um, they're going to ex- extend opening hours across major cultural institutions, support globally significant events, um, like activate major sporting precincts. Uh, precincts sorry, um, th- a whole bunch of other stuff like that. That's in the second point: diversification of nighttime activities. Um, then they're going to work with industry and industry and cultural development. Um, they're going to develop. Like proper nuanced um, playbooks depending on the sectors or subsectors within sectors. So, like a, a kind of tailor made approach depending on what you're doing and what your industry is doing, and which is good. Like, so you're not going to see, you know, a one size fits all approach applied to certain parts of the nighttime economy when they shouldn't be. Um, They're looking to ensure that that these spaces are affordable, especially for creatives, um, and they're looking to, uh, like, engage properly with these businesses and and make sure that they're actually understanding what is required here. Um, In terms of mobility around the city...
0: This is cool. I mean, particularly for us here on the Central Coast, it's often a bit of a trek at times if you're getting a train down to the Sydney uh, down to the city rather for whether it's a music event or a concert or a sporting event whatever it is um, so they are looking to extend late night transport choice and safety so yeah. no longer waiting I assume no longer waiting one hour for a
1: train or from the, central or I if, don't know if it's still the same but I don't, if, you, if you've ever done the um, you have to get on the train at one fifteen or something or 4.30am
0: yeah the massive gap and I've missed that one, <laughs> one a few times yeah I know it's, it's a bad one so it looks Looking to extend, yeah, the choice and safety of that, as well as develop a mobility plan to make it easier to travel between
1: 24-hour economy hubs, which is what we spoke about. Yeah, this could earlier be on. look like a shuttle service. I wonder. Obviously, they'll have trains and metros running. Um, the the new light rail light service rail in and Sydney and will like
0: help a lot of this, I think. Um, they're also looking to uh, enhance parking options. Which is, I mean, in the city, it's almost impossible, yep. uh, even at nighttime. time. Uh, they're also looking for safe options for end of trip connections for workers and consumers of the nighttime economy. Yeah, and a bit, uh, bit more security and safety. And the final note: there, they're looking to initiate an arts program to activate transport links.
1: Yes, which is an interesting one. It is. I, I, I like that's that's. Uh, uh, I'm not exactly sure what that means, to be honest with you. Initiate an arts program to act- activate transport links. I presume they're talking something about um, like involving the arts and putting them within these links of transport, but that's just me sp- yeah, hunching air. We're not super clear <laughs> on what that one would <laughs> that's, be. That's government mumbo-jumbo. We can't <laughs> cut through.
0: <laughs> Um, wow. The final one is changing the narrative, which, if you are long term listeners of homebrewed you 're probably familiar with what the current narrative is. They want to change all that that
1: is that Sydney is dead <laughs> and
0: uh, which it has been
1: yeah essentially it pretty
0: much yeah um, so they want to change all that, which it, it involves quite quite a bit. They want to activate local marketing and promotions of nighttime industries via the neon grid, which is what we spoke about earlier with the twenty four hour hub so the marketing around those areas will be, hey, this cool thing's happening over here. Check it out. There might be billboards. You can get, a, you can get a, a tram to here for free or for cheap or, you know, just trying to promote it a little bit more and a little bit better. Uh, reestablishing a unifying vision of Sydney as a vibrant global cultural destination, which hits back on what I was talking about earlier, comparing it to New York and London. They want Sydney to be seen as a vibrant uh, nighttime economy, in an area where people would want to be. And is that
1: re-establish at the start of that sentence a uh, bit of an acknowledgement of? I think it is. Maybe we used to have this, and then something happened. Yeah. Um, they're also looking to um, kind of realign the, the out like the public's perception, at least, of their health and safety within these hubs, um, which, are, like, I suppose, it's going to work on a whole bunch of things about obviously good etiquette when you're out about night-time. Hopefully, they're going to have some forward thinking um, kind of uh, approaches to drugs and their, the inevitability that they're going to end up in some of these places and hopefully they've got good structures in place set it. To, you know, help people, not just um, try and arrest them. Uh, but we'll, that remains to be seen. Um, they're looking also to distel- develop distinct branding for these hubs, um, and that's basically so they can communicate the, uh, the 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 value of each.
0: And I guess part of that, if they're wanting to brand particular hubs, it could be in you know this on this corner here in Kings Cross. It's it's a it's a dance club. In this place over here, it's live music. It's rock over here. You've got, you know or other forms of art over in this park over here you've got a pop-up of yeah. food trucks like the you know the branding around there and then connecting that all together um, I guess through the neon grid that they're discussing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is they're, they're trying to make that grid also a digital and a centralised information platform so, that's a, so that everyone can kind of connect through it to look at what's going on in it. So it's actually really interesting stuff. It's forward thinking in terms of how your city is going to look um, and how and it's, they're going to implement this. I mean we'll have to wait and see but the intent Tension is good. It's clear that a lot of planning has gone into it. I was going to say, it's very detailed, which is normally when we
0: get something from the government about the arts. It's just, it seems like it's thrown together at last minute. But this this is the opposite of that, like... It is so detailed. It, it's, it's got me a little bit excited. It does. It does make,
1: yeah, it's got me excited too. Um, it's all in the execution, obviously, but the, the intent is is in a good spot at the moment. So I'm glad that we can talk positively about what the New South Wales government is planning for Sydney's nightlife uh, because it hasn't been that way for the whole entire time we've been on <laughs> over it, I think. Uh, but uh, that wraps up this week's Music Music.